He did it again. He's made another modcast. It's a mad, mad world. Mod is a generic term for the modern young man. You were just a little mod. Just a little mod. I was a mod before you was a mod. I was a mod before you was a mod. In the trend-setting street of world mod gear, the moves towards complete equality of the sexes. She's a mod, she's a mod, she's a mod, yeah, 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 yeah. Give a monkey's arseholes about mods and rockers. All I really want is me a mod boy with his own unique style. He's a psychedelic boy in a psychedelic world. A psychedelic boy with a psychedelic girl. Are you a mod or a rocker? Um, no, I'm a mocker. Give me one bus, come on, to get it underway. Taking all night and into the Whether you approve or disapprove, they are real. And they're happening now in the mod world all around you. Here come the mods. Look out. They're coming for you. Yeah, I'm still a mod. I'll always be a mod. You can bury me a mod. You're listening to Mr. Swab's Mod Mod World at mrswab.com.
boyfriend likes to talk dirty on the phone and she doesn't know what to say to him. Well, oh, yeah, that can be a bit awkward. Well, yeah, why don't you just start off with something light, you know, like, um, I'd love it if you stuck your Willy Wonka between my own palumpas, you know, something a bit fun, a bit jokey. And then you can get more hardcore. Rattle off the old classics, like, I'm playing with my dirty pillows, oh. I'm aching for your big purple-headed womb ferret, and then go straight in hard, like, get round here because I'm fudding myself stupid and I'm bloody loving it. All right? Yeah. <laughs> Mod, mod world. Mr. Suave. Garage soul, power pop, psych rock, freak beat. The 60s mod scene had it all. This is it, a deep dive into the sorts of things I would have been listening to had I been old enough to be listening in the 1960s. Modcast number 550, the Modtacular 60s. I, Mr. Suave, was born in 67, just a touch too late to get with it originally. But when I could, I did, and I have. I opened the show with UK band The Attack, whose heavy guitar-driven sound fit nicely in the mid-60s along the small faces, the creation, the action, and so on. The group has just released yet another compilation of their singles called Strange House. And it includes that song you heard there, Too Old. Recorded in 1968, just before the group broke up, it seems. Tons of more cool music coming your way from the likes of, uh, well, you got Golden Dawn, The Tempests, John's Children, Yardbirds, The Kinks, and more great 60s modish bands. Here's a question, what does this modcast have to do with rock operas, leather Tuscadero, and the land down under? Stick with me and you'll find out. Someday 
was made up And I couldn't stay Well, it's all over now My leaving ain't due I'm gonna throw down my bag I'm gonna make house with you
a nickel, got a call to make There's a party and I can't be late We're all meeting at the Metropole Just got the call to ditch my mom for Al's party Got a brand new rag Big and blue with a shiny badge Don't worry pal If the heat comes round Tell them I'm living it up in town At Al's party At Al's party
I came here to eat, not dance. Can you believe the Smiths wanted to make a reservation for 8 p.m.? Yeah, who goes to dinner starting at 8 p.m.? Wait, what time is it? It's present day. Just had a great first set of yesterday's sounds, right? Great set of 60s mod-friendly music. 
Mr. Suave here, taking you through some of the things I think I would likely have been listening to as a mod teen in the 60s. That last one was Starvation by the Golden Dawn. Uh, Not the Sarah Records 80s popster band, of course. Rather, this Golden Dawn was the psychedelic garage rockers of Austin, Texas in the mid-60s. Sadly, tagged as copycats of the 13-floor elevators because of the Dawn's frontman's close friendship with Rookie Erickson. Uh, He'd played in earlier bands with Erickson and other various members of the elevators. They shared a record label as well, which is probably what doomed Golden Dawn. Uh, They recorded their only album, Power Plant, at the end of 1966 for release in 67, but the label held it up because they wanted to release the 13th Floor Elevators album first. Um, And when that happened after that, Golden Dawn was just seen as a pale echo of the elevators and kind of forever cast in their shadow. Such are the vagaries of musicianship and recording, eh? Before that, the great Yardbirds, with one of their, I guess, lesser lights, you might say, Tinker Tailor Soldier Sailor. That was written by the band's two Jimmies, Paige and McCarthy, released in the Summer of Love, 1967. And just ahead of them, another band that needs a little introduction, The Kinks. And that was I Gotta Move, originally released in 1964 as the B-side to All Day and All of the Night. Great R&B shaker in its own right, but always uh, kind of a bit overshadowed by the Kinks' other big hits. And before that, we heard from probably the best pop art band of the era, at least in my opinion, The Wild John's Children, famous for their crazy stage shows and uh, mostly infamous for being booted off of the Who's Tour in 1967 for continually upstaging the headliners. John's children never really hit it big, and they broke up uh, just after a couple of years, but left behind a fistful of singles in a single album. That track was I Got the Buzz, and didn't they ever. Ahead of that, one of the great British blues mod R&B bands of the early 60s, that was the Artwoods, fronted by Art Wood. Uh, band grew out of his rock and roll band, the Art Wood Combo. Wood was also briefly a vocalist in the really early 60s for Alexis Corner Band uh, and a member of Cyril Davis All-Star Band. So he really, you know, was into the blues soul things from the, from the get-go. And then later, the Art Woods, uh, after the Art Woods, he played with the Downliner Sack and also John Mayall's Blues Breakers. After the Artwoods were dropped by their label in 67, they recorded one final release under the name St. Valentine's Day Massacre. And this was the B-side, Al's Party, which very well might have been named for Alexis Corner. Who knows? Ahead of that, the legendary garage psych band Count Five, best known for uh, one of the earliest garage punk hits, Psychotic Reaction. This track was the equally excellent They're Gonna Get Ya. And another legendary band before them. This show's just packed with legendary bands. Um, This one, for sure. The Pretty Things. 
Arguably, they had the very first rock opera with 1968's SF Sorrow, which predated The Who's Tommy by almost a full year. Uh, so they got that going for them. But before that, uh, before they got into their later 60s psychedelic freak beat leanings, Pretty Things had been a pretty straight-ahead R&B blues rock combo and turned out quite a few mod-friendly singles and albums in the early to mid-60s. That track I played here is definitely one of the band's uh, best, I think. Get the Picture. It's the title track to the band's sophomore release in 1965. And just ahead of that, a little-known all-girl garage band, The Pleasure Seekers. From Gross Point, Michigan. The group was formed by a trio of sisters, Patty, Arlene, and Susie, by the last name Quattro. That crazy, wild, and woolly number there was the uh, B side to their first single, 1964. What a way to die. Very cool stuff, and very cool that they were one of the earliest all girl garage bands, maybe even the first, who knows? Susie Quattro might be the best known for Gen Xers as Fonzie's cool rock star friend on Happy Days, Leather Tuscadero. And way up top there, kicking off that set was The Birds. What a tangle that story is. Uh, These are sort of the British birds. These are definitely not the U.S. birds, spelled with a Y. Uh, These birds were a London mod R&B outfit that featured Ronnie Wood before he was in the creation, the faces, or the stones. Uh, after he left, Terry Clark and Brian Curtis, who were from Australia but living in London, uh, they were recruited and joined the band uh, just before the birds broke up. So they headed back down under. They formed a new band in Perth. There's our land down under connection. And called themselves The Birds. They covered a couple of original London Bird songs. They had a few singles, and uh, the song here, Dust in My Pants, is a B-side to their 1970 cover, Magic Words. Great song, though, Dust in My Pants. So how cool was that set? So, so cool, if I say so myself. Hey, don't be a stranger. Look me up online. Let me know what you think of the modcast, cool or not. You can always find me on, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, X, uh, TikTok, never TikTok. And, of course, you can get all the good stuff like complete track lists, links to bands, cool bonus videos and such over at MrSwab.com. And while you're there, you can browse through the uh, Modcast back catalog, 550 shows now, spanning more than 16 years. Got to be a few in there you haven't heard yet. Uh, you can listen to most of them. The farther back you go, some of them aren't online. But if there's something you're really uh, jonesing to listen to, let me know. Drop me a line. I'll, uh, I'll fix some odd up. So do it. Get over to MrSwab.com and check that shit out. All right. Here comes the second set. Enjoy. I speak tonight for the dignity of man and the destiny of man. <laughs> Every 
didn't ask for this, and frankly, I could do without the haters. Welcome back to the Modcast. This time around, I'm giving you a blast of first wave mod friendly sounds from the 60s. That last one there was a band that had been very poppy, almost doo woppy at times. It was a, a band that was kind of squeaky clean image, band that was famous for the early 60s hit Bread and Butter, pop vocal trio The New Beats. And they, they had a fairly standard sort of pop sound for the day, but then this song, Top Secret, was them stretching just a bit to an almost, not quite almost, garage rock Some of their more soulful songs were eventually kind of club standards, uh, northern soul standards at the Wigan Casino, Twisted Wheel, and so on. Some good tunes in their back catalog, uh, so to speak. If you don't know the new beats, go check them out. Right ahead of that was the great Grand Bond organization with a real monster stumper of a dance track. Full-on heavy Hammond vibe there on Wade in the Water, featuring the pre-cream rhythm section of Ginger Baker and Jack Bruce. That comes off the Grand Bond org's second album, Sounds of 65, and obviously from 1965. And before that, none other than David Bowie, from his bluesy mod phase. That was Do Anything You Say, one of his early solo single releases. But he's quite busy uh, in the 60s, busy with his early bands, Lower Third, and then the Manish Boys, uh, and struck out on his own in the mid 60s, and for whatever reason, never had any success at the time. Uh, it took decades for his early modish tunes to start getting the recognition they deserved. And you heard one of the better mod bands of the mid-60s, well-known in the UK, but another group that never really got the commercial success they deserved. That was The Action, with the very soulful bit of garage pop, Hey Chalonet. And uh, I threw some more soulish sounds in at the top of that set. Before The Action was Richard Kent style, little-known Manchester band that had uh, five singles in the mid-60s. And then nearly 50 years later, Acid Jazz produced an EP, a few of the songs on it, and all of a sudden you started seeing more and more about the band. People like me getting introduced to them for the first time there. This track was a cool northern soul number, I'm Out. It was originally the B-side to their Marching Off to War single from 1967. And just up before that, the great Georgie Fame with Ride Your Pony, from 1966, and ahead of him was a band called The Tempests, doing Can't Get You Out of My Mind. Uh, the Tempests only had one album, but man, what an album. It's packed with some great tunes. Can't Get You Out of My Mind is my favorite for the horns and that wild, upbeat tempo. Uh, dancing to that one is a real workout, I can tell you. Another real workout right ahead of them. You heard the, uh, the first real two-tone band. The Equals. That was Hold Me Closer, another Northern Soul stomper. 
And finally, I got it all going with Electric Flag, Chicago's soul band. Uh, they were doing their killer version of Helen Wolf's Killing Floor, and they killed it. And they take that song and they shake it and turn it inside out. Definitely my preferred version of that song. And there's quite a few versions out there of Killing Floor. Well, how was that for a walk on the wild side of the 60s mod sounds? I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Let me know what you think. You can always leave a comment over on the Modcast homepage at mrsuave.com. Don't forget to spell out the Mr. i got one more for you right now to close out the show. Another of the pop art sort of bands that mods were crazy about in the mid-60s era. This is The Creation with Life is Just Beginning. I'm Mr. Suave. Thanks for listening.